Welcome to Military Network Radio, where we'll bring dynamic interviews and fresh information about topics affecting your quality of life at each stage of your military service. Join us each week for information of value that improves your outlook, actions, and encourages each member of the family. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Everyone serves, and together we make a difference. And now, here's your host, Linda Crater. Greetings and welcome to Military Network Radio. We're glad you've joined us today. We have a wonderful show today about something that we know affects so many of you, and that is sleep after trauma. A couple of weeks ago, we did another show on sleep, and it was in more generalized terms about the two types of insomnia, where you can't fall asleep or where you can't stay asleep. Today, we're going to talk more specifically about sleep after trauma. What makes a difference after trauma? Um, Some of the symptoms that you all are aware of are nightmares and medications that cause issues. And I'm joined today by veteran Jason McNamara. Welcome. Hey, good morning. Good morning. And and you, above all, know a lot about this, about the hypervigilance and some of the symptoms of PTS that cause really heavy sleep disorders as well as traumatic brain injury. Talk a little bit about that, sleep after well, uh, trauma. Yeah, and I think there's a sharp variance between uh, before the trauma and after the trauma. As, as Marines, we're sort of trained to sleep anywhere and take a moment to, to recharge at any given time. Uh, it's not unusual to find a Marine sleeping while standing, uh, <laughs> right. as, as the joke goes. Um, but, you know, after you go through specific incidences, um, it changes. And the ability to recalibrate on your own is often difficult. Uh, and the stink of it is you just never really know um, how to get back by yourself. And so um, there's also this weird dichotomy with um, the military and sort of not showing weakness. And so you blend in, you know, the sort of baseline, which is, uh, you know, hey, we can sleep anywhere. Now you've experienced some sort of incident. Now you're having a hard time readjusting. Uh, but then at the same time, I can't disclose that because then it shows weakness. And so you're stuck in this sort of turmoil and this change. And trying to find your way through that is oftentimes um, super complicated. And, you know, I, I always talk about this when we're talking about events and you know, things like going to war and um, having to, to put your life on the line that you don't realize uh, the changes that are happening to you until they've already happened. And until you look back and you've been able to transition and you look back and you go, wow, that part of my life was really messed up. And sleep was one of them. And, you know, it's not uncommon to hear stories about uh, veterans coming home from from deployments and, you know, waking up choking their spouses or mm-hmm. um, yelling and um, having a hard time falling asleep. And there's all kinds of different stories that I'm sure we've all heard about. Don't need to un- unleash those, but um, but the adjustment is tough in itself. And so hopefully today we'll be able to talk about some of those things. Yeah, and I think we will unleash a couple of them because I think it's very real what you're talking about. Um, some of some of the times nightmares wake you up, but you don't even know that you had them or you vaguely remember something, but you're completely dazed and your partner wakes you up to break you out of that. There are who will walk point at night absolutely so hypervigilant that they're fearful of going to bed because they don't know what's going to meet them once they go unconscious or subconscious. And then there's the, the family concerns that 
when children witness this or a spouse is actually physically hurt um, through nightmares and, and sleep disorders, that's a problem too, not to mention what happens when you've been deprived of sleep. So this is going to be a more interesting show in terms of the realities. We're going to paint some pictures and we have our wonderful guest back, Dr. Binyamin Rothstein. Binyamin, welcome to Military Network Radio. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Well, it's funny, you and I spoke after the last show. We said we touched on the overview of insomnia and sleep problems in general. But this particular topic is is very real to a lot of folks. They eventually work their way out of it through certain types of therapies and treatments or just sheer discipline and fortitude somehow. But we're going to talk today about how we can perhaps hasten that uh, recovery and make sure that we have better sleep sooner. And Jason, I, I think, can you paint a picture of a typical veteran who has come back, they've just gotten back in country, uh, things are pretty gnarly right before they left, they weren't really sure they'd make it back, but they did, and they've come back and there's still sand in every crevice, and they just can't figure out how to adjust because it's such a fast adjustment back. Can you just paint someone who has just returned, even single without a family, and what yeah. their sleep disturbances look like? Yeah, I'm sure. So um, just speaking from you know my own experiences with my teammates, um, mm -hmm. having been deployed previously, it wasn't uncommon for... Um, for a given veteran, well, at the time of the active service mm -hmm. uh, member, to come home um, and not fall asleep. So this person in particular uh, couldn't go to sleep for an extended period of time and then would find themselves falling asleep during the day. And these are weird schedules. So they were, it's not a time zone change, it's so much this, um, this fear that you spoke about before. So um, worried about going to sleep. Um, and so there's that kind of person. Um, there's the other the other type, which is they rely immediately on some sort of stimulant, um, oftentimes alcohol, sometimes drugs, but alcohol is more readily available. Um, I've talked about that kind of person before in our show, Linda. Um, mm -hmm. That's the person that you know, the professionals of the professionals comes home, um, starts drinking, has two DUIs in less than than a given mm -hmm. period. And so. Um, that, that is very typical. Uh, we had experience those, those types of folks as well. Um, on my own accord, when I was married, I, uh, remember several times waking up choking at the time, my wife, um, and her freaking out, you know, like waking up and seeing me choke her. Mm. Um, so I, you know, th those are just, I think three scenarios. I think those are very typical. Um, mm -hmm. some of the folks that I still talk to, you know, this is years has gone by. Um, have transitioned into uh, VA sleep programs or um, they've been issued medicinal marijuana or other kinds of things where they've been trying to, they're still having sleep problems. And mm -hmm. um, some of them have, have received sleep medications. Um, others have taken more the holistic route that I think we covered the last time, sort of melatonin, tapping into yoga and spirituality and others. And um, and so I, like sort of the, the broad brush stroke, I'm happy to tip into any one of those if you want me to 
to articulate any more characteristics, but hopefully that's No, those helpful. are great scenarios, all of them. Benyamin, why don't you take the first one? The active duty service member who comes home highly stimulated, cannot fall asleep, and has that fear of sleep. There, there's several parts to this whole process. There's the, the fact of coming out of a very high stressful situation, changing environments. You have um, an, an emotional, physical um, response to some sort of stimulus, and there's inability to cope. So, um, it really what I want to suggest really applies pretty much across the board because there's three areas, three areas to approach in these kind of scenarios. I mean, coming down out of uh, out of, out of overseas and in combat and coming back, I mean, you have to have some some debriefing to get past that. The, uh, CBT, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, is great with giving an an insight to what's going on with your mind and why you're not abnormal and why actually you are normal and, and, and that is real. So CBT is, is, is one area that and they should all be going through some debriefing coming back. I'm going to go through something that you can do for yourself um, at home and wherever, wherever you are. So the first thing is, is, is biochemical and this olfaction, when you sense of smell, and then there's, and then there's a subconscious approach. Okay. So the first thing that we all know about taking melatonin. Melatonin is great because it does help induce sleep. It does seem to reduce some of the um, hyper alert hormones called cortisol in the brain. Um, it, it doesn't work for everybody and people usually take it wrong. I take it right at bedtime and so forth. I find that also taking something called phosphatidylserine. Mm -hmm. Phosphatidylserine actually like shuts down that cortisol hypervigilant biochemical status of the brain. For people who've been through trauma, people who've been through any kind of any kind of a shock to their system, um, phosphatidylserine, it's and you get it over the counter. Um, it, it's can be very very common to the system. You take it at bedtime. It's take it supper time actually, and begins to slowly work itself, work your brain down to calm down. So your your neurotransmitters, your brain are not firing like crazy, like a machine going on off crazy. It kind of calms that whole process, and it allows you to. Um, uh, to kind of get a, get a breath by coming to kind of get your system to kind of calm down. And then you take the melatonin right at bedtime and lie down in a dark, quiet room. So that's, that's the first part. That's the biochemical approach to allowing yourself to calm. And by the dose of, of, of phosphatidylserine is start with hundred milligrams and it's safe up to 500, but start hundred milligrams and gradually increase 100, 150, 200, go up slowly to see what dose you need to kind of calm yourself system down. This is the, the first area um, that uh, seems to calm to the biochemistry in their, in their brain. That's number one. The second part um, has to do with, with, with triggers. What triggers a person to fly off the handle? What's your subconscious trigger that gives, gives a person the the um, uh, reactive state. And these triggers are used for people who have all kinds of issues, these are in, in people who try to trigger good memories and try to trigger, try to trigger um, good behaviors as well as bad behaviors. They're olfactory triggers. So 
I'll get to that, take some more detail. I'll get to that in a few minutes. I think we have a break coming up pretty soon. And after that break, I'm going to describe to you why the, the olfactory system works so well and exactly what you need to do to make it work for you. You know, that's great because we also know that uh, scent, smell can trigger some bad things. So if we can turn that around in the opposite way so that it helps, that's a really important piece to add. We will come back with Dr. Binyamin Rothstein after the break and talk further about sleep after trauma and things that you can do to help right at home. Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey there, it's Christine Gallagher from She's Got Clients.com. I'm really excited to share with you the first annual Get Clients Online giveaway. I have gathered a spectacular group of contributors who are providing you with amazing gifts that will help you get cash flow in clients in less time online. So I've teamed up with more than 50 other business industry leaders to bring you templates, checklists, and other valuable goodies to grow and scale a sustainable business that brings you more income with less effort. So all you need to do is head over to getclientsonlinegiveaway.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get instant access to more than 50 free business building tools, templates, products, and services, including Facebook funnel templates, LinkedIn cheat sheets, sales scripts, and so much more. That's getclientsonlinegiveaway.com. Head over there and enjoy your free gifts. Get a kick out of the warning labels companies attach to prevent lawsuits from the hooky crooky of this world. A warning label on a dishwasher cautioned not to put any person in the unit. Speaking of dishwashers, one product warning on a television remote control read, not dishwasher safe. That's too bad because we know how dirty the remote control gets. In fact, we press the buttons even harder when we know the battery is dead. What are we, part of the ridiculati? A warning on a baby stroller read, remove child before folding. Here's one for the blunderbusses and poppin' jays among us. A label on a letter opener read, safety goggles recommended. Call me snarky, but any society that needs this many disclaimers has too many lawyers, pedophoggers, and snollygosters. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back. We're continuing our discussion about sleep after trauma. And Jason painted some great pictures of typical problems with sleeping. And uh, Dr. Rustin was helping us with some remedies to this that you can do at home. And before the break, we were talking about biochemical means like phosphatidylserine uh, to reduce cortisol, melatonin. We've talked about those both available at health food stores. And then, Madame, you were going to talk about the importance of smell, scent, the olfactory. Take right. it away. Well, sense of the idea of smell is very important. We all know, like, for instance, dogs can smell fear. In fact, we can also smell fear in people. You can smell something, something that's different. You, you're, you're ready about around somebody. And we can smell love. We can smell all kinds of things. And oftentimes, it's subconscious we pick it up. 
or it could also be associations. You smell a certain thing, it reminds you of whatever it was, grandma making, you know, baking cookies or making bread at home, and you, it brings up great memories. Uh-huh. Um, smells often can smell, can bring up tremendous trauma. Smells from the thing, reminds you of something horrible, horrible that happened in the past, and it brings that past memory way alive. What people also don't realize is that the sense of smell continues whether you're conscious or you're unconscious. Uh-huh. So if you're unconscious and that smell comes up, guess where your subconscious mind goes to? Mm. Whatever that smell reminds you of. Right. And if you smell something, if you smell danger in your sleep, you will respond with dangerous behavior or, or horrible dreams. Something's going to happen if you smell something that reminds you of danger. So the, there's a whole area called aromatherapy. Aromatherapy is extremely powerful in reaching the subconscious mind to bring up feelings and thoughts that you want to have. Mm-hmm. For example, the smell of lavender. It's a very calming smell that allows a person's bodies to relax and the minds to quell. Rosemary is another one. There's a variety of different kinds of, of smells that you want to have around you. I'll give you a little support for the idea. You know, in traveling with babies, for instance, they recommend taking the baby's pillow along with you so the baby can smell its sleeping smell when it goes to bed or smells the mother mm-hmm. and relaxes. If you can duplicate the smell that makes you feel relaxed and safe and secure when you go to sleep, chances are your sleep is going to be what? Much more restful. Exactly. Because you're smelling things that make your subconscious mind think pleasant, wonderful thoughts. And now you know, you're more better. Yeah, I, I, I interject here that I know many vets who have been helped by what I will say out-of-the-box uh, physicians and therapists who do use the senses to quell some of these problems. But it is not widespread. And yet it is so simple um, as, as searching for what does make you feel uh, safe and secure. And it's also building into a routine. And it has helped them a lot. Is there any thinking on your part as to why we are not using some of the simpler non-medicating methods to improve sleep for all of our vets having issues? Well, that, that goes back to our medical school training, you know. In school, we're, we kind of we're poo-pooed these things. We're taught to really, really close our minds to thinking outside the box. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, medical school takes very bright, ambitious, young, enthusiastic minds and kind of shuts them down. It's not so bad. It's a lot better now than it used to be. But back in the good old days, <laughs> mention vitamins and diet and all these things, you were ostracized. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was crazy back in the good old days. Now it's a little more popular. People are demanding it. So it's coming more to the fore. But still, doctors are very hesitant. Where's, show me the studies, they say. Show me the studies. The first time the doctor does, is afraid of something, mm-hmm. it says, show me the studies. That's the, that's the, that's the, we're taught to say that, the mantra. But be that as it may, thank God it's coming much more to the fore now. Mm-hmm. And we see the results. But I'm going to tell everyone's listening to this. Getting the smells, surrounding yourself with the smells that remind you of pleasantness. And even going to aromatherapists that can help you sort through what smells work best for you. Mm-hmm. can be a life-changing event. 
because now your sleep will be much more restorative, much more peaceful because you're in a peaceful world in your environment around you. That's exactly what uh, happened to a female vet that I knew. And her therapist took her into one of those candle stores and they spent some time, you know, walking in and walking back out to refresh the nose, finding a scent that helped her. They ended up not buying candles because candles and sleeping don't mix, but they bought those diffusers so that it just diffused into the air. And and so those are things that are really simple that you can try. It's just a matter of experimenting until you find the one that works for you. Right. Um, anything further you'd like to add on that, or should we move on to scenario two? Um, also, you know, bathing at nighttime. Okay. Because sometimes your own body smells remind you of a challenging situation which you don't want to be in. And uh, that can, for some people, because they were, you know, most, they don't get showers so readily available when you're in combat areas. Um, and our bodily smells can sometimes even trigger our own memories. Um, just because that's, that's oh, I'm in the state now, I'm, I'm here, I'm in the state, and that it can create, create that as well. So showering, especially nice hot bath, hot shower in the evening, make the room conducive to sleep um, with the with the proper smells uh, that does it now so that that's pretty much enough I can go on that for hours but that I think that people understand now that there is a something of an avenue available to them to explore to find a peaceful sleeping environment yeah yeah, super important. I, um, I, I want to talk through the second scenario that we painted and that was this um, just to recall, uh, you know, a military member coming home, um, finding themselves, you know, at the bottom of the bottle, if you will, and um, continuing to rely on alcohol or some other stimulant that's available to them. And so it's, it's in their eyes, it's, it's helping them cope, but uh, it may be having an adverse response to the process of sleeping and being able to relax and um just if you can sort of talk through a little bit about that and, and ways to combat that. This, this is the area that I really want to get to. This is one of the most exciting areas of using your mind to alter how your body feels. And there's an area, is, is, a, is an interesting technique called EFT, mm-hmm. which stands for emotional freedom technique. You become free of the emotions that, that, that lock you down and things where you don't want to be. Um, and actually, I want, I want to talk you all through this. I want you to experience this when I'm going to talk you through um, by doing this procedure. The EFT is based on two parts. One is tapping certain parts of your body that tapping for some reason, I don't know how they figured it out, but it seems to elicit a subconscious response that allows you to access that part of your brain which you can't do normally. And there's several areas you tap. You just take it to tap gently. Use one hand or both hands, and you tap on the top of your head, the crown of your head, and then, then that you and then you'll tap over your eyebrows, then by your temples, mm-hmm. going down under your nose, then under your lower lip on your chin, on right below your clavicles, your collarbones, and then in your armpits, both sides. One right hand goes left, left hand goes to the right armpit, and tap there. So those are the areas of tapping. I'll, I'll guide you through those, those, those different areas. 
And all begins with another area of tapping, which is you take your right hand, if you're right-handed, or left-handed, you're left-handed, and you tap on the the um, the side of your hand. But it's, when you look at the palm of your hand, your thumb is on one side, the other side, right below your little your pinky finger, that part of your, of your hand. And you'll tap on that area, just gently tapping on it. And you, I'm going to work walk you through a, an, an experience of how this tapping can alter your whole body's biochemistry and how everything can change how you think and how you feel at that scenario and can totally take away the need for any of the substances to calm your system down. Benjamin, let me insert one thing into here. There are now 20 studies, gold standard, double blind studies that prove that EFT can help. So you can actually have therapy in your fingertips. So please continue. I just wanted to mention, this is not hocus pocus. This works. Right. So now, um, do we have enough time before a break to go this? I need about five minutes to do this. Um, I would say no, because we have a little bit less than three minutes, but perhaps you can uh, we'll talk about what it will do. Because from what I understand is you're tapping on those ancient meridians, <laughs> the energy points. It's like acupressure points that actually release the hormones that you're talking about and, and the peace of mind and the calming. Right. And it does, it does accident. The way that to approach this, we're going to approach how the body does feel and approach how the body um, can change how it does feel and then create feelings that you want to feel that result in calmness and rest and wanting to, to just, uh, just, just fall off naturally asleep. And it, it's kind of almost like magical when you do this. It's kind of mm -hmm. almost, it, it's like unbelievable that it, how well it works. And it works in almost everybody. Um, and it, it's just a, it's wonderful. Now, I mean, you shouldn't be drinking coffee at nighttime and drinking caffeine and get your body all stimulated. And, and alcohol may also blunt some of the benefits of this. So if, you're, if your body's somewhat on the clean side, you're feeling anxious, you can't fall asleep, you just... You're afraid, you're anxious that you can't fall asleep, which makes it fall, more anxious that you can't fall asleep. And it gives this vicious circle. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so the anxiety that I can't relax makes you not be able to relax even more. And we're going to play on this anxiety and use the anxiety to come to a point of peace and relaxation that will allow you to have a chance of, 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 of calm and you'll drift off to sleep or a better state of mind no matter where you are. The other thing I've heard it used for is for anxiety attacks. Doing the same thing, just not at bedtime, but tapping to resolve some of that anxiety. So we have only 30 seconds before we go to our second break. We've already now spoken about a number of things that are truly in your own hands to affect better sleep and a a resurgence of hope that sleep can be resumed in a way that doesn't require heavy medication, etc. We're going to go on a short break, and when we come back, we will continue our discussion with Dr. Benjamin Rothstein. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Have you heard? 
The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. years ago, some fishermen off the coast of Italy discovered some pottery along with fish in their nets. Divers were called out and discovered an ancient Roman ship whose galley, or caboose, a nautical term for kitchen, was extremely intact. Some of the food uncovered on board was pickled fish, wine, oil, and grain used to make the ship's biscuits, otherwise known as dandy funks. It is thought the 2,000-year-old boat was probably on its way to Spain when it sunk and was covered by layers of mud, baggy wrinkles, and all. Baggy wrinkles are another name for the ship's ropes. The mud protected the ship from wear, explaining why the leftover food on board was still in such good condition. We land lovers may not be familiar with leftovers on the sea, but we are familiar with leftovers in our kitchen. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. Right before the break, we were talking about EFT, the tapping method that works to relieve anxiety, take off pressures, and to allow your emotions to turn from the negatives and the fears into at least neutral um, using what we are known as the acupressure points. And Benjamin, you were going to walk us through a brief uh, experience of that. Right. So uh, it's going to, it, it's important to stay with it for the, for the process. It does not take that long. Um, and it's, it's something when people are, when you're lying in bed, you're in a situation wherever you are, and you're reaching that point of anxiety, reaching the point of, I got to do something. I got I got I got to use a take drugs alcohol I got to scream I got to I got to run I got to you get that panic sensation inside of you and you just want to get a break from this from this from this pain this allows you to access that subconscious mind and and, and harnesses power you did not realize you have and it's very it, it's a fascinating process to walk walk yourself through and I'll go through a process with you all and you'll try it right now okay. and those who are listening um, try this also. I'll tell you again how it's done. You take your hand, you just tap your hands first on the below your below your little pinky finger. Your right hand is your right handed, left hand is your left hand. And you just tap you'll tap on there as, as we talk. And you'll talk yourself through from the top of your head, over your eyebrows, by your temples, under your eyes, on your cheeks, under your nose, over your chin, by your by collarbones, and then under your armpits. And just tap gently. And then we'll go through it now. So here we go. 
even though I'm feeling anxious. Now, why I'm, I'm saying is you could use tapping on the on the on the side of your hand. See, even though I'm feeling anxious and I can't relax, I totally love and accept myself. This phrase is very important. You'll say it after me. Even though I feel anxious and can't relax, I totally love and accept myself. Even though I feel anxious, I totally love and accept myself. Now, take your hands, top, tap on the top of your head. I feel my heart is beating rapidly. Just, do, just say that and tap. I feel my heart is beating rapidly. I feel my heart is beating rapidly. Jason, chime in every time you want. <laughs> yeah. Tap over, over your eyebrows. My breathing is too shallow. My breathing is too shallow. Now tap by the by your temples, right by right behind the corner of your eyes. It's hard to take a deep breath. It's hard to take a deep breath. Now tap under your eyes. My palms are sweaty. My palms are sweaty. My, my stomach feels queasy. Stomach queasy. Under your under your bottom lip on top of your chin. I um. I'm feeling I'm feeling very anxious. I'm feeling anxious. I feel I can't relax. Now top right, right below your cloud, your collarbones. I, I feel like I, can't, I feel, I feel I can't like I can't relax. relax. Now on your arms. My my mind is racing. My mind is racing. Now by the side of your hand, even though I feel anxious, even though I, I feel still anxious, love and myself. I still love and accept myself. Now, I totally love and accept myself. I totally love and accept myself. Top of your head. My heart is slowing down. My heart is slowing down. Over your eyebrows. My breathing is getting a little easier. My breathing is getting easier. Behind your eye, by the side of your eyes, by your temples. I almost can take a deep breath. I can almost I take a deep breath. I can almost take a deep breath. I'm not quite so sweaty. Not quite so sweaty. My heart is feeling more calm. My heart feels calmer. My brain is more focused. Brain is more focused. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm by your chin now, by your, by your collarbones. I'm able to think more clearly. I'm able to think more clearly. On your arms. My stomach still feels queasy. My stomach still feels queasy. Now, on the top of your head, tap again. My heart is slowing down. My heart is slowing down. Over your eyebrows. My breathing is becoming easier. Breathing is easier. By your temples. My body is not as tense. My body is not as tense. Under your eyes and your cheekbones tapping. My mind is more calm. Mind is calmer. Under your nose. My breathing is, is more calm. Breathing calmer. Under your, under your bottom lip, on top of your chin. My stomach feels less queasy. I feel less queasy. Under your collarbones. I can take a deep breath. I can take a deep breath. Under your arms. My mind is more calm. My mind is more calm. On top of your head. I'm feeling more relaxed. I'm feeling more relaxed. Over your eyebrows. My breathing is slow and relaxed and calm. 
Breathing is slow and relaxed and calm. By your eyes, my eye, my vision feels more clear. Vision feels more clear. On your eyes, my body is no longer tense. Body is no longer tense. On your nose, my hands are no longer sweaty. Hands are no longer sweaty. On top of your chin, my stomach doesn't feel queasy at all. No more queasiness. By your collarbones, my breathing is full and relaxed. Breathing is full and relaxed. On your arms, my mind is at peace. My mind is at peace. By the side of your hand, I totally love and accept myself. I totally love and accept myself. Now I'm asleep, though. Yeah. (laughs) It does really help because what it does is center you and focus on the problem. But it also shifts your mind from the negative over to it's a calming mechanism and that allows the edge to be taken off is that accurate it's very accurate what it does is you acknowledge all the feelings you have in your body your muscles are tight your mind is racing you can't breathe your heart's pounding and then you accept that and then you go through the process of talking yourself down oh my heart's not quite so fast anymore my breathing's not quite so tense my muscles are not quite so tight and you Walk your, walk your way through just acknowledging what your body is going through. And as you see the changes, you talk about it. Just talk talk your way through from top to bottom. Top your head, over your eyebrows, by your temples, under your eyes, under your nose, over your chin, on your collarbones, and your armpits. So There's the whole process two times, three times, four times. By three or four times of going through this process, most people are feeling more relaxed and less tense and more control of themselves. Some people do it four or five times. That's totally fine. Just talk your way through it. Just talk like you're talking and what you're, what you're experiencing, being aware of what's going on inside your body. And so you can create a whole series of, of conversations with yourself and you can don't need to follow a script. You can just, just talk to yourself what's going on and then watch your body change to a more pleasant, relaxed state. I've actually known families that can do this as they put their children to bed. You know, it becomes a a ritual, something like prayer before bed or a book or something like that. And because there is intergenerational PTS and a family is affected by traumatized sleep from any of the members. So this is a, a one that can be used as downsides to it. It's just a matter of focusing and taking the time to actually do it. And it didn't take long. It took a few minutes. You talked yourself through it. There you go. Okay. Let's move to the numbing and the alcohol, uh, the substance. What are some ways that you suggest that the numbing is very different because that's a dissociation, but another form of uh, fear in terms of not wanting to go to sleep, not, not wanting to end up hurting anyone in their sleep. Are there other things that you would suggest for that aspect of trauma sleeping? If you talk about the need to numb yourself to avoid those feelings, I would first do the three things you mentioned already, the possible mm-hmm. serine, mm-hmm. 
same as melatonin, the aromas and the, and the tapping exercises, uh-huh. that should actually calm down that need to numb. Now, there's some other parts very important to keep in mind as well is what you're eating can make a big difference on how your mind is coping with stuff. Free print, people, for instance, crave sugars and carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Usually means they're low in protein. You might need a higher protein snack or something. Eggs, cheese, fish, meat, I don't know, whatever it is. Some uh, a protein drink of some sort may need more protein because protein provides amino acids, which gives your body what it needs to function optimally. So the diet is a really important point because if your diet is off, it'll make your body feel more anxious. And I want to insert here, and I've seen this in so many PTSD workshops, is that the hormone levels increase that craving for sugar and salty, crunchy snacks, all those things that make you either want to hunker down um, or to rage. So it's a You're absolutely right, but I think so few people understand that, yes, a good diet is important, but it's also that it exacerbates the symptoms that the hormone unbalance, imbalance, um, creates as well. So a good diet is not just good health. It's Yeah, you know, I'm going to tell you about uh, something called the elixir of the devil. Oh, my. Okay. Here it comes. And it's not alcohol. It's not beer. It's actually sodas. Yeah, that makes sense, though. That there, people don't realize that they're not drinks. They're actually chemical compounds designed to wire the brain to crave more mm-hmm. of what the, what you're drinking. And if you're drinking any kind of sodas, it makes your brain crave. It's whether it's the sugar, it's the caffeine, it's the acid in the, in the drinks, it's, it's all the things combined that it, it really makes your brain crazy. You know, watch the difference. Watch some kids playing mm-hmm. at a party and watch them drinking sodas, Coke or Pepsi, whatever you want to drink. Watch them drinking their, 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 their soft drinks and watch how they behave after about an hour or so of this stuff. <laughs> They're bouncing off the walls. Yeah, and they get aggressive. They get they get it's uncontrollable. Yeah, they're they're like on uh, adults on Red Bull. We're going to have to go on another break, and when we return, we will talk about some further trauma after sleep after trauma. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. 
found yourself on an airplane seated next to a nonstop talker that you really don't have anything at all in common with? When I fly, I usually want to catch up on my reading and not have to listen to an explatterator. It's even worse if they're a philodox. That's a person who just loves their own opinion. Well, now a Facebook app lets you choose your own seatmate before you fly. According to an article in USA Today, social media startups are bringing together compatible flyers before they take their seats. That's good news for people lovers, otherwise known as philodemics. A number of apps such as Plainly and Satisfy are helping travelers meet not only online, but in person. Think the Match.com of travel. I love flying and have been to almost as many places as my luggage. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Hey, welcome back. And we are walking through various scenarios um, by which trauma has affected uh, a military member and their ability to sleep and and, fun- and really function post that specific event. And so um, the first event that we, we spoke about was um, this change in, um, I think we called it, um, what do we call it again? I forgot the, the medical term for it. <laughs> Fill me in, doctor. We we, we the insomnia, the fears, the, the the fears, yeah, the fears, mm-hmm. yep, the fears, the the hypersensitivity oh. to some of these things, right? So the you're talking about. Yes, exactly. And then the, the second part was uh, the, the second scenario is related to this uh, reliance on some sort of stimulant, which oftentimes has this reverse impact on our ability to sleep. And the third one, something that hits a little closer to home for me is. Um, behavior changes, oftentimes physical, that change as a, as a result of a specific event. And uh, my example earlier in the show referred to me waking up um, choking my wife at the time. And I, luckily, she knows that I'm not a violent person. I don't have violent episodes. Um, obviously, that, that specific event um, scared the crap out of her, just to be quite frank. Uh, and it took some time for us to actually work through that as a, as a partnership. And so... Um, wanted to walk through that with you, doctor, today and just um, sort of talk through that because I think there's a lot of ripples that occur from these types of things. Um, we're oftentimes put into these hostile situations. We want to do them, right, because we're serving our country. Um, and when you're sort of the, the old saying, you know, when you sleep with dogs, you wake up with fleas, you can't help but take some of that stuff back with you. And so um, wanted to walk through how we could possibly remedy some of that for our listeners this week. Great. Well, there's so I'm going to reiterate the first several things we talked about already that changes how the brain functions. And one of, we mentioned before about phosphatidylserine, that's P-H-O-S, phosphatidyl, phosphatidylserine. And then melatonin, right at bedtime, those things calm the mind. And aromatherapy, have the right smells to trigger your mind to think the right kind of thoughts even when you're asleep. And then the EFT to bring yourself down from that hyper alert mode, combat mode to a more peaceful place. And now we have the, the, the next area of, of dealing with this kind of subconscious responses and a dream that comes up to you and makes you do something. You don't even know where you are. As far as you know, you're, you're back in the jungle. Who knows where you are all of a sudden? And then you're acting aggressively when the threat doesn't even really exist. 
And so that there's several things to do to approach that. Um, one thing is, um, first thing is it's not your fault, but the things you can do to help prevent it from happening. I think probably the most one of the most powerful approaches to deal with that is found in a pretty old approach to medicine, which meets a lot of controversy, but has been proven to be effective in hundreds of studies, is called homeopathy. Homeopathy has works on the concept of resonance. It take a, the resonance of have a something, you might call a energetic to, to a substance. For instance, say coffee, for instance. Coffee in a, we call a toxic dose, a cup of coffee, a cup of joe, get you wide awake and maybe agitated, maybe hyper, maybe alert, so and so on. But coffee homeopathically makes you relaxed and calm and more at peace. And so you can take homeopathy and take substances that create one thing and use it to create the exact opposite response. So a lot of the greatest remedies are actually strong poisons, which reverse to make tremendous medicines. The reason I bring this up is because it can actually, it, it, it has the ability to reach into your um, deep into, into your, your memory of your, your body memory, your tissue memory, to recreate a, a, a more peaceful place. So a person realizes they're having these kind of dreams and they can't stop those dreams, doing everything else we talked about. Homeopathy opens a prize, a tremendous value to reaching that part of your system you can't reach any other way. Um, you have to go to the homeopathic, uh, a homeopath, someone knows what they're doing and is familiar with, 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 with rem how to use remedies. And usually through a series of, of interviews and discussions, you figure out what the issues really are and the remedy works. And usually it, it can be amazing and almost shocking how well this little teeny pellet can change your life and uh, can change the whole structure of your, of your dream architecture. So that's another big important avenue is homeopathy to calm the system down. The other avenue for that is brain waves. Brain waves um, alter what, what you're thinking before you go to sleep, what's, what triggers your mind and so forth. This is a, it's a this is, each of these topics is hours long, you know, discussion, but the basic concept is that brain waves how your brain energy wave enters into your brain uh, causes dreams and behaviors even when you're asleep. Um, we tried doing it with sleep learning. I'm not sure how, well, how valid that sleep learning concept is. But the idea that you can program someone in their sleep for certain things is very real. Mm -hmm. And so theta waves and delta waves, which are very good for creating a, a, a very restful mindset, your whole body is more relaxed, more at peace, um, are very effective for preventing these kinds of outbursts people have in their sleep. Um, there's brainwave machines and there's a discussion of those things. That it's, it's, um, there's several different machines that work extremely well to, to actually um, impose on the brain the right kind of waves you want for what you want, whether you want hyper, you want to be alert and, and, and focused and concentrating and to help you, help you do better in, uh, in school or learning, or perhaps you want to help you perform better or brainwaves help you sleep better Brainwaves help you feel more calm. There's different ways of, of modulating the brainwave function with this. Um, the final practitioner for brainwaves therapy, I guess you gotta look online for that. That's, um, I'll take a little more searching uh, because there's not a whole lot of them out there that really understand how to use machines properly, but you search them that you'll, you'll find that. The, the last thing is 
is what triggers those kinds of behaviors and what triggers those kinds of, of outbursts. Another area I talked about the, the, the elixir of the devil called sodas. The other one is visions. Visions that stimulate the mind when you're supposed to be relaxing the mind can result in things you don't want to have thinking about in your sleep and put you into another reality. Um, this part, uh, we see this by computers, for instance. Computers have the blue light. You're right. And they're designed to capture your mind, designed to keep you awake when you want to be asleep. Who here has not been caught, find themselves on the computer to all hours of night and you can't stop, you don't even know why, you're exhausted, but you can't stop? I'll take you one further. There are some vets are addicted to these violent video games. So if you're doing Call of Duty, you know, for hours and hours and hours, and you fall into that same trap that some people do with Facebook, you are your mind is zooming, and it's very right. difficult to turn it down. Ex and ex exactly right, gaming, um, porn, um, even s watching the news mm -hmm. or certain things, they, they stimulate your mind. In the way you don't want to be stimulated, it just happens that way. It feels good because it's it's familiar to you, or it's or it somehow brings you thinks you feel more alive and more action and whatever whatever is doing for you. Um, this is this is a real tough area. I was one time years ago. I said so. My wife said, "I'm drifting." Well, watch this. It's ten o'clock at night, and I'm on the computer doing what I'm doing. I'm working whatever it is. I says, "Watch this." And she said, "What?" And I think turned off turned it off. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I've learned computers at nighttime will trash your sleep. If you're watching things that remind you and seeing scenes that bring up memories, subconscious memories, or even real memories to you, you're going to have a dreams and behavior in your sleep of what you watched, what you saw in the evening. So it's not going it, to, it's, it's, it's so addicting, it's so enticing, so seductive, and you feel so alive and you feel so... So whatever you're feeling in that time, you mean you're being successful, what are you feeling in that time? Um, it's, it's destructive of the sleep architecture. Mm -hmm. Sleep architecture means how your sleep structures between the REM sleep and non-REM sleep and how your brain waves work and brain chemicals work. Um, but that is all affected by what you see and what you hear. And watching things on, on, on the video screen, they're, they're, they're designed between the sounds the, the sights, the colors, the way the, the scenes are changing, designed to stimulate your mind, which is going to put it in a bad place. So you get a, it, it, most important thing is to find something to do at nighttime when you're supposed to get in for sleep to prepare for sleep. I'm a, I'm, gosh, I, I need a three-day seminar, but I'm going to do the best I can. The preparation for sleep, because those who've been traumatized and been sleep-deprived need a lot, a lot of sleep, a lot of recovery to make up what they've lost and to regain normal, normal hormonal brain structure, brain function, thought processes and spiritual connections, so forth. You need so much more. You have to structure your evening for wind down time. It may take six months, may take a year, may take two years of doing this before you've recovered. It may take, it's gonna take time. It's gonna take time to structure your brain cycle so you can come back to a sense of normalcy and being a loving, healthy, respectful, productive place. You can do it, but you have to realize this is part of your mission. If your bedtime is say 11 o'clock at night, 
Starting at nine o'clock, you're already preparing for bed. You're doing by watching things or listening things or reading things that produce calm, pleasant insights in the mind. You're doing things with the exercise. You're doing the EFTs. You're eating the right kinds of foods. You're not taking alcohol. You're not taking caffeine. You're not eat, taking sugar. These things are poisons to the brain that make the things work less well and makes you sleep worse. So you want to you're listening to music, smelling smells, reading the right kinds of books, being the right kind of mindset, intentional, um, productive things for the right kind of mindset. And Jason, it takes two, may, may take up to two years to reprogram your brain to become a loving, healthy person again in a consistent style to get the stuff out of you. So you, know, you may no, no, you're, you're, you're talking exactly right. And that's a long time for a spouse or children to witness some dysfunctional sleep. So we do urge everyone to take a listen to these things. Take a look at your treatment plans. We, of course, don't dispense medical device, advice here. But sleep is vital and important and safety as well. So thank you. Binyamin, for sharing your acumen and expertise with us today. And Jason, thank you for sharing the scenarios that we talked about today. We hope that we've been able to provide you some more information. And you can learn more about Binyamin at integrativepaintreatmentcenter.com. Thank you for listening today. We'll be back again next week. You're listening to Military Network Radio. Make it a great week ahead. Thank you for tuning in today to Military Network Radio. You can find our show at our website, www.toginet.com forward slash Military Network Radio. Also, www.militarynetworkradio.com and in iTunes under Military Network Radio. Join us next week when we bring you another program to enhance your